Hey, Stoners. Welcome to this edition of Sticks and Stones. Welcome to all of you cigar and bourbon aficionados out there. Today, I have a real treat for you. I am pairing the Macanudo Gold with Jefferson's Ocean Kentucky Straight Bourbon. I think you need to prepare yourselves to indulge in an unmatched sensory experience that we are about to undertake. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I'd like to ask you to please subscribe to the channel. Even, <clears throat> excuse me, uh, and even if you don't listen to the entire episodes, just let the, let the recording run because that helps my algorithms with uh, YouTube, which gets me higher in the list for all those people that haven't discovered me yet. Help them help me find each other. That would be wonderful. Uh, now, let's go ahead and uh, get this particular pairing underway. Uh, again, this is the, <clears throat> excuse me, Macanudo Gold. Um, it is a, it's a five and a half by 50, which is a Robusto. They, they call this particular stick the crystal or maybe the cristal if you're trying to, you know, like hold your little finger up. Um, the uh, filler is uh, Dominican, Piloto Cubano, and uh, Mexican. The binder is first and second primings of San Andreas Mexican leaves. And the wrapper is a very beautiful first and second priming golden Connecticut shade leaf. Um, it is supposed to bring a silky, smooth, creamy flavor that is complemented by some subtle notes of cedar and hazelnut. And we'll see about that uh, as, we, as we move on here. It is a mild cigar, so it probably be very good for you beginners. Uh, so you're not jumping into the deep end of the pool, as I like to say. Now, on the nose. I get um, some notes of earth and maybe a little bit of moss. Uh, there's some spices in there. And it has kind of a rich silkiness on the aroma, kind of like what you would expect from like an olive oil. Hmm. Uh, visually, it is a very light tan, as those of you on uh, live stream can see. And those of you that are listening to this on recording, and you need to you need to watch for my live streams because you actually get extra content in there. You know, while while I put you on hold, I I carouse around with these people that are watching me live, and I am hoping they enjoy it and come back. You need to be here. Anyway. Uh, it has tight yet visible seams. It doesn't have a tremendous amount of veining on it, but the veining that it does have is very pronounced for those of you that are on the live stream. Holding it up there so you can kind of see. Uh, there's not a lot of veining, but, but you can definitely see what is there. Let me hold this out into the light just a little bit. I hope I'm not getting too far away from the mic. Uh, trying to get a little light on it. Um, it's, it's, I mean, it's a, a really, really good wrapper leaf. I do see some uh, 
slight ripples in it from the roll, but uh, shouldn't affect the burn. Uh, but let's go ahead and give it a cut and test out the cold draw. I am, uh, as normal, using my uh, Cassidy uh, V-cutter. I have the, uh, the multi-cutter. Get that cap out of there. I'm going to hold this up, folks, on the live stream. It has a uh, V-cut and a guillotine cutter. And, uh, and it's really good, you know, like you're carrying it around, uh, going to the cigar shop, not really sure what you're going to buy. You have multiple options as far as the cut go because I also carry my lighter, which has a punch in the bottom. So I basically have everything covered. I can punch, I can V-cut, I can guillotine, I can handle it all. I really, I really like that. And it comes with a nice velvet case that you can keep it in, keep it in your pocket. Uh, that way you don't cut your fingers or, or scratch it all up or anything like that. It looks perfect every time it comes out. We'll go ahead and pull this uh, second band off here as so we go ahead and get this stick fired up. All right. I am using, oh, wait a minute, cold draw. Sorry. I will say it is a very, very easy cold draw. Uh, I really wasn't quite expecting that. I was ex expecting some resistance, um, a little more than what I'm getting. definitely going to make for easy puffing. We'll see if it's too much or not. But on the cold draw, I get uh, like some herbs, maybe a little bit of straw or hay, and uh, some sweetness that is, uh, it's not a tremendous amount of sweetness, but what is there, it's kind of that heavy sweetness like uh, brown sugar, not like regular sugar. Hmm. All right, let's go ahead and fire it up using the Rocky Patel Envoy, five torch, which I highly recommend. Uh, you actually, you can't get the Envoy anymore, but now it's called the uh, Diplomat. Reshaped just a little bit, but still a five torch. There's a tremendous amount of smoke coming off of the stick. Now let me adjust my mic just a little. All right. It's kind of hard to get everything right here in front of you. So it's uh, readily accessible when you're trying to do this because I've got you people here on my left on live stream. I've got my notes right below you. And then I've got my sound dampening material with my microphone in front of it. And then I've got my soundboard down here doing all the recording. It's quite an operation. It all fits into an area about three feet wide and two feet deep. It lit very well. I know part of that is, is me because sometimes I do kind of mess them up. But uh, it, it took a light very well. It does have a really easy draw, but I don't think it's going to be too easy. So I think it's, it's going to be all right. Now I get um, like some notes of uh, herbs like sage and rosemary 
There's also a little bit of uh, like a butterscotch uh, kind of sweetness on here. <clears throat> but it does have a little bit of zestiness to it, uh, just a little zing. I wouldn't necessarily say it's, it's got, I'm tasting the flavors of lemon, but I am getting that kind of zestiness that would come from something like a lemon or an orange. But there's not any particular fruit on it. Hmm. That is a really good cigar. And I do. It's, it's a perfect, perfect beginner cigar. Uh, very mild. Uh, it, it, the finish is kind of a medium finish with, with some of these uh, flavors in the background. There's a little bit of spice on it. Uh, not much. It's a little right along the edge of your tongue. Uh, but it doesn't leave your mouth like coated with heavy smoke, uh, which can kind of turn beginners off. Uh, it is really kind of just right, I guess, I guess you'd say. Now, let's go ahead and introduce the other star of our show. Put that up in front of my face because it's much better to look at than I am. We are pairing this Macanudo gold label with uh, Jefferson's Ocean Kentucky Straight Bourbon. Uh, it's, now I've never tried it, so this is going to be my first time. It is supposed to be an excellent spirit that has a very, very unique twist, and it kind of lends the, in, in the name. You can kind of figure out what's coming. It is aged in barrels at sea, underway. So you have this constant motion of the ocean. Uh, I was a poet and didn't know it. Uh, <laughs> that uh, Im imbues this, this bourbon with some one-of-a-kind flavors. And I'm going to not do this in the beginning. All right, this is Ocean's Voyage 28. And they actually give you, hold that up for the folks on the live stream to see, they actually give you a ship's log. So you open it up, and it says, let's see, 6 a.m. when Ocean Voyage 28 headed out into the restless seas of the Atlantic. Uh, we were dockside in Manzanillo for 18 hours and another 24 hours holding position just outside the Panama Canal, through the canal, below the equator. They goes to Auckland, New Zealand, uh, goes to the South China Sea, ports of Shanghai, uh, and then uh, in Japan, uh, Kobe and Yokohama, and then lands in the Pacific Northwest in, or in and around Washington. That is amazing. If nothing else, you should buy a bottle just for this just to have this kind of story because these kinds of stories are what fuel the cigar bars and the cigar lounges. Being able to sit down and talk about stuff like this, hey, I bought this bourbon and it had traveled around the globe pretty much all the way. And, uh, you know, those are the kinds of things that keep people, you know, coming back and journeying farther in uh, cigars and alcohol pairing and keep us going. All right, let's go ahead. Now, it's supposed to have, we'll see, hints of caramel, vanilla. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure there's going to be a touch of salinity, saltiness, uh, because of the uh, the heavy ocean uh, that it was exposed to. Sorry, lost my train of thought. Uh, and it should really make for a very memorable experience. Now, this is a non-chill filtered, and it is a natural color. So, here we go. Mm, very nice, very nice. Now, this is, I'm going to glass some of this up, uh, a bourbon, a blend of straight bourbons from Kentucky, but the distillers are undisclosed. So, this is Jefferson's Ocean. They bottle it, but they don't distill it and we don't know who distills it. So, the mash bill, because it's a bourbon, must be at least 51% corn, but it's not stated. And then it is a, a mixture of rye and malted barley making up the last 49%. And it is uh, aged in new charred oak for four plus years. It is 45% alcohol by volume, so 90 proof. And visually, it is a very beautiful, beautiful spirit. Those of you on the live stream can see it. It's got excellent viscosity, uh, clings to the glass very well. Um, the color is, it's a little more than a medium golden brown, but not by much. It, it is kind of solidly set at just a tick above kind of a medium golden Brown. It's it's a really beautiful color. Now, on the nose, that's got a really rich nose to it. <laughs> I was I was actually I just took a little whiff and I was like, wow, uh, it is. That's very different. Uh, I'm not sure that I have I'm not sure that I have smelled a bourbon that has some of these notes on it. I'm gonna I'm gonna use some techniques that I saw a uh, master blender use one time. He did the one nostril. He was under the impression, we'll see, uh, that something about your nose, only one side of it really operates for sensing purposes at a time, and your brain switches it back and forth, which is very scary to me. If I have to rely on my brain to switch my nostrils back and forth, uh, something about so they don't wear out or something, I guess. I don't know. Swirl that around just a little more. That's what the swirling really does. I mean, it, it, it allows you to see the legs, but it also opens it up and, and, and releases the aromas. Now, it is, it is a little oaky. There is uh, caramel and baking spices. Uh, there is some, a dried fruit and leathery uh, hint. There's something along the lines of uh, caramelized bananas or caramelized plantains, maybe more of a banana. And it is a touch biscuity. Hmm. All right. I'm going to go in on the palate. There is, 
surprisingly, there is a significant amount of spice. On, I mean, as soon as I, as the as the dram touched my tongue, I got a spiciness on the on the very tip of my tongue, and then right down both sides. Uh, it's not overwhelming, but it was immediate. You get the rest of this in here. Now it does have a very robust and, and kind of uh, uh, oaky, caramel, uh, vanilla, baking spice kind of uh, palette going on. But then there's also that bananas, caramelized bananas that was in the nose. You're also getting it on your tongue, which something like 80% of your taste is a combination of your smell and your taste buds that it, re it requires the nose in order for you to get the full effect so that's a little uh little tidbit there for you i'm gonna have i'm gonna be uh doing a, a recording uh about whiskey tasting and uh it gives you a lot of these little tidbits that's uh how i really kind of knew that is doing my research There is some salinity in, into it, especially kind of right at the, the finish. Um, and I'm just positive that comes from the ocean voyages. Uh, you, do, you do get kind of get that saltiness from the salty air. I think if you remember uh, Akashi Ume, I've, uh, I've done that one, I've reviewed that one a couple of times, paired it, and the Akashi uh, distillery in Japan is right on the ocean. And even though that's a sweeter whiskey, because of the plums, uh, there is that saltiness in there because it's right on the coast and salt is in the air. Well, if you're crossing the ocean, there's a lot of saltiness there. I left that cigar sitting there that long. It did not go out. Um, now, the finish, it was a medium finish. Um, there's more oak and caramel. There's a little bit of nuttiness. And as with the rest, the nose and the palate, there is a little bit of banana uh, in the finish. I mean, it's really good. I've, I've seen it for a long time. I've just, for whatever reason, I didn't buy it. I don't know. I guess the name seems kind of odd to me. But uh, it's pretty good. And a great story. I mean, great story. Let's go ahead and uh, try these together. Hey, and I'm, I'm getting them tried together before the 20 minute mark. You know, I just complimented this cigar on staying lit and then it went out on me. <clears throat> I mean, it has been raining here in Texas for several days. Not like heavy rain, but just like every day there's rain. It's, it's rained this morning. So, the, and the air is very heavy. Uh, it's not really cold, but it's not hot. It's uh, somewhere in the 60s, but like the dew points are in the 60s. I mean, you can actually wear the air. It's, it's that heavy. All right, try these together. I'm not a weatherman.
when you combine the the, the smooth, uh, creamy Macanudo Gold Level with the kind of complex and nuanced Jefferson's Ocean, uh, something kind of magical happens. The rich, mellow flavors in the cigar, uh, they, they perfectly enhance the caramel and the vanilla notes of the bourbon. Uh, you know, each, each puff and sip kind of you can create this uh, extraordinary harmony on your palate. Those, those do really go pretty well together. Um, I'm going to continue to watch the salinity. I do notice that the salinity is very much enhanced when I'm, when I'm smoking and drinking. It's not, it's not bad, but I'm not necessarily saying it's good either. Uh, it's different. It may be one of those, you know, like odd things. You're just like, yeah, you know, if you try this, this is what you're going to get out of it. Uh, it's very different. And I'm not exactly sure what's going on with the burn here. Maybe you people on the live stream can see it. It's very different. All right. I am going to uh, burn this down to the halfway mark, and I will come back and give you an update. Hey, stoners. I am back here at the half. Uh, the cigar has turned somewhat minerally, uh, and then we always, you know, we would already kind of talked about the salinity. I would almost akin it to kind of a, a seaweed, uh, like uh, you know, like you find in sushi. Uh, not like you went and picked some seaweed out of the ocean. Uh, there's there's a little bit of kind of a, a coppery kind of metallic hint, and some. Uh, well, like, you know, bay leaf, I guess. Uh, you know, you cook with it. You used to, there used to be a lot of different, like, men's fragrances and stuff like that that had kind of a bay leaf in it. Not that you would drink any cologne or anything. But, uh, you know, like they drop a bay leaf in, in, I don't know, spaghetti sauce or something. I'm not a cook. Uh, but that is blending very well with the salinity in the Jefferson's Oceans. Uh, I think this is a pretty good pairing, and I'm, I'm really kind of excited to see what the last half offers. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and burn this down the rest of the way, and I will come back and give you my final thoughts. Howdy, stoners. We are down to the band, and the glass is empty. In the uh, last half, the stick didn't really change, you know, really, re remarkably. Uh, we we, we kind of kept the notes of of uh, a little bit of, uh, you know, minerally, uh, salty, uh, some copper thrown in there. There, there, may, there was a little bit of like a cedar and mintiness uh, that, that came through on the last half. <clears throat> and uh, that minerally, this really tied in pretty well with the Jefferson Ocean's uh, salinity. Uh, now, I'm going to say this. Uh, so don't like think that it's like gone off on, on, on the wild side. This wasn't a really remarkable pairing. It was a good pairing. I wasn't blown away with it. I liked both. I, I liked the Jefferson Ocean. It is a it is a very odd 
take on bourbon, and I don't mean odd in a bad way. I mean, it is different. It, it is definitely different. And if you are looking for different, there you go. Um, and the Macanudo Gold Label tied in very well with it because of the mineraliness that, that came out in the stick, especially in that last half. Uh, I think they are both very good. Uh, I would give, I would give them both about an 85 out of 100. Uh, uh, 85 out of 100 matchsticks on the on the cigar, and about an 85 out of 100 on the spirit. Uh, they were it's, it's really good for somebody that's new, uh, especially the cigar. Uh, the Jefferson's Ocean. I mean, yeah, you know, a newbie could could try it, uh, but uh, I would really somebody like me that's been doing this for a long, long time, and you finally find something that's like completely outside the box of what you normally find. You still get some vanilla and uh, you know notes like that, like you normally find in bourbon, but the salinity it just blows you out of because you're like I, I don't expect that, you know. Uh, all the bourbons in Kentucky, they're nowhere near the ocean. So uh, that uh, definitely is uh, something that you won't find in most other bourbons. So definitely, definitely give it a try. Uh, you'll be able to find a link to them in, uh, oh, in uh, Jefferson Ocean. It's uh, 85 out of 100 whiskey stones. Uh, you'll find links to both of these in the show description. And I'm sitting here pointing down like I'm on video, so you can see that I'm pointing. Uh, there's, uh, but anyway, there's a uh, a link to each the uh, whiskey in at, at total wine. It does come in a 375 bottle. That's what I have, uh, so you don't have to commit to a full fifth. Definitely need to try it. Definitely, definitely need to try it. Uh, the Macanudo Gold Label. That's kind of one of their old standard cigars been around for a lot of years and uh, it's a really great cigar just to break out uh, it's not overwhelming it's very light and smooth and uh, like I said great for beginners but great for you know the old, us old experienced guys that just uh, you know we we've got a we got 45 minutes or an hour to kill and we're gonna sit on the patio and have a smoke this is definitely one that you might want to try if you haven't uh, it's been around so long. Most of the most of the old hands they've they've already tried it. But actually, I've been smoking cigars for 20 years, and this is the first time I tried it. So, uh, so whether you know you're celebrating a you know like a special occasion, or you're just wanting to savor some of life's good pleasures, uh, this pairing was, might be the pairing for you. Like I said, it's different. It's kind of out there. They're very good individually. They did go well together. Uh, you know, you should you should definitely elevate your cigar and bourbon experiences and try these together today. Uh, you know, hey, thank you guys for watching. Today is Christmas Eve. Yes, I was out here doing this for you today on Christmas Eve. Merry Christmas. If Merry Christmas offends you, Merry Christmas. Uh, happy holidays. Happy Hanukkah. Uh, happy Festivus for the rest of us whatever it is that, that you do or do not celebrate. Uh, this is a wonderful time of year for the entire world, whether you're into Christmas or not. It just is. Everybody seems to be a little bit happier around Christmas time. So, 
Uh, be sure to hit like, subscribe, share, notify, uh, especially the subscribe and the like. And if you listen to this on YouTube, be sure to go ahead and let it run all the way through. Even if you're not listening to it, just set it down and let it play. Turn the volume off if you don't like what I'm saying. Uh, but that helps elevate me in, in uh, algorithms, and I can, uh, I can reach the masses better. So I would greatly appreciate it. Go see our partners. Uh, I am wearing my Freedom Fatigues Colonial Flag with the 2A in the middle of the stars, uh, tip of the hat to the Second Amendment, which is the one that protects all the others. Uh, let's see. Freedom Fatigues. They are veteran-owned, veteran-operated, just like Caliber Coffee. Caliber Coffee is wonderful. Used to own a coffee house. It's, they are some of the best blends I've ever had. And they are also veteran-owned. You can find links to them on our website, sticksandstones.com. Uh, you can find where I've done reviews and little shorts and stuff about them. Uh, I always provide a link there. And generally, the link is giving you a discount. And everybody loves a discount, right? Uh, Freedom Fatigues, their shirts, I've never, I don't think ever, felt a shirt that is as soft as these are. I've got several of them, and they're all wonderful. Definitely need to go to Freedom Fatigues. Anyway, I will leave it at that. Until we get to be together again, keep your sticks dry, your stones cold, and have a great day. <laughs>